back to the Stock Market Option Trading Podcast. My name is Eric, and in this episode, I'm going to share an SPX zero DTE strategy that has been working for over three months now. It's crazy. We're going to get into the strategy itself, how I came across it, and how we can track the SPX pattern that the strategy is based off of over time. But before we get started, you need to know that everything in this episode and on this podcast is for educational purposes only, and this is definitely not financial advice of any kind. And as we'll discuss in a minute here, just because this strategy has been working the last few months does not mean it will continue to work in the future. Nothing lasts forever. We know that by now. As markets change, so does the behavior of the market. So you really need to find a way to adapt to the market over time. So a little context here about how I came across this current pattern and how I'm tracking it each week to see or if it changes or when it changes. Now, in episode 77 of the podcast, I talked about my startup, alphacrunching.com, which is a low-cost intraday seasonality indicator for the S&P 500. And what the indicator does is it looks at both SPX and ES futures market through the lens of time series analysis to create a unique visual we call the forecast for the upcoming trading week. So before the trading week begins, we can get on alphacrunching.com. We can look at the charts to find what are the best days and times to potentially go long and short the S&P 500. And some people trade this with SPX, SPY. I'm working on a futures one myself because obviously the futures trades overnight. Uh, But we're really trying to find what have been the intraday seasonality patterns that are most bullish and most bearish, and then we try to trade those accordingly. Now, we'll walk through an example here in a minute, but once you see when the most bullish or bearish period time periods are for the week, you can then plan your trades around them and start to look for bullish or uh, signals, buy signals, sell signals for that particular period. And this really is adaptable to what sort of time frame you want to use as well. Now, the way I like to trade these bullish and bearish periods is SPX credit spreads. And usually with zero up to three days to expiration, depending on the chart that I'm looking at. Now, today we're going to go over an SPX zero DTE trade that I've been trading myself the past several weeks. And that day is on Thursday. And in case you didn't know, SPX zero DTE means trading options on SPX with zero days to expiration. Some people call it same day expiration. I think the tasty trade guys, I think they coined that term. Don't quote me on that, but you'll see on tasty trade, they talk about zero DTE a lot. It's kind of a buzz now that we have so many expirations. So we're trying to help with that strike selection as well as duration. So typically I'm an option seller for zero DTE because many of the options are going to go to zero that day. And the idea here is that if you're a net option seller, we're able to take advantage of that last day of time decay. And I like to use credit spreads to limit the risk because anything can happen with Powell and inflation and all these things going on in the world. The market can actually rip in your face in a different direction. So we want to be protected, which is why I choose credit spreads because you have that protective Uh, put or call that will limit your risk. These are defined risk spreads. Now, again, the strategy that has been working for a while now is a Thursday zero DTE strategy, because for the longest time, Thursday has been a bullish day in which the Thursday close tends to be higher than Thursday's open. So so when we're talking about zero DTE, we're talking about from the moment the market opens, not you know, not taking into consideration the gap from the overnight gap because the market can gap up or down, but we're really trying to focus on when the market opens 
and when the market closes, right? So that six and a half hour period. And this is basically what the intraday seasonality chart shows us. It shows us the average behavior for each day. And sometimes it's just choppy and messy and it's not really tradable. There isn't a, an intraday season, seasonality uh, pattern to be traded. In this case, the Thursday pattern has been pretty bullish. It's hard to kind of talk about here on the show. Feel free to come over to the website so you can see the charts. But last week, we knew that the forecast for Thursday was bullish again. And after a few minutes in the day, SPX really started to rip higher. And then that morning, I opened a slightly out of the money zero DTE, meaning they expire that day, put credit spread and was able to close the trade in about 20 minutes and booked about 25% of the max gain. Obviously, had I held on longer, I would have made more. But when you get quick moves in your favor, and this is just how I am, I'm one of those guys who's okay with a little bit of a smaller gain uh, to get out early and not be watching the market all day. Because if you get out early, one thing you're doing if you close for profit is you're also removing risk on the table. Now, these aren't like, um, you know, buying YOLO call options or put options or something where, you know, you might miss out on some extra gain. We're not trying to hit home runs here. We're trying to hit singles and doubles in a more consistent uh, way each and every week. So after Thursday's trade last week, I shared it in the free alpha crunching group over on the website. I'll put a link in the podcast show notes if you want to come check it out and you can sort of see it yourself. This is a free group. Free group. You don't have to be a subscriber to alpha crunching to join the group. It's really kind of a, a place to hang out if you're train, trading SPX or SPY. Uh, but then it hit me that this bullish Thursday thing have been going on for a few weeks. I remember it from last week. And I wondered just how long this had been working. Uh, because each week for me, I go into the week that every week could be different, um, You know, especially with all the Fed and rate hike stuff going on. We never know what to expect. So I've sort of wiped my mind over the weekend and I go into the week trying to find a certain edge. I don't typically go into the week going, oh, on Thursday, I'm going to be bullish or whatever, um, unless the forecast is telling me that, but I expect it to change every week because basically anything can happen. And I don't really remember, I don't know if it's my age or whatever, but I just sort of wipe my mind clean and then I just start trading uh, from what I'm seeing or what's currently happening. Now, this is partly why I built the alpha crunching app because it helps sort of identify those bullish periods. So this is, you know, kind of where that ended up. But this bullish Thursday pattern seemed pretty persistent. So I was like, well, let me just hop onto the optional mega backtester and just backtest selling put credit spreads those days. And that's basically what I did. I sold in the backtester. I said, let's sell a put credit spread at 9.45 a.m. And let's take profits at 50%. And this has been a 100% winning trade for the past three months. And I couldn't believe it because I've actually been doing it the hard way. Now, um, why is that? Because we know that the market can change at any time. This pattern will not last forever. Uh, so I like to use chart confirmation, which is something we talk about in the group as well. But for the strike selection for this trade, the short strike was at Delta 30, which is typically, I'm going to say, uh, 10, 15 points or so out of the money. Um, maybe th that would be uh, about three or four strikes or something like that. And then the long strike of the spread would be five points away. So we would sell, let's say a Delta 30 put, and then we would buy a put five points lower if that's the protective put. So if the market like totally turns and, you know, tanks that day, you would be protected and you would be limited to the max loss of that spread. 
And we're going to just kind of look at five wide spreads. Although I have been, I've talked about this in the group, I have been widening my spreads out a little bit. But for the sake of this back test, I just did a five point wide. So let's talk through some more of the details in the back test, just, just so you can get an idea of the credits in here. Again, this is definitely not a recommendation. I'm back testing based off of some of the trades I've been taking and just was really surprised that something this mechanical made so much money uh, in a row, I guess. Um, but let, let's talk through some of the details again. The short strike of the put is Delta 30. That's about three or four strikes out of the money. This is a five wide credit spread, put credit spread. And we're opening the trade every Thursday at 9.45 a.m. and putting that profit target of 50% on there. And again, it's been 100% win rate the last, uh, I have it set to 90 days. This put in 13 trades. The average winner per trade was $66. And what that means is since the, the, we are taking profits at 50% of the max credit. That means the average credit for this five wide spread is about $1.30 or so. And that makes the average loser, once the, once the loser comes up, the loser is going to be about three times, right? Yeah, about three times the size of the winner. So this is the nature of selling an out-of-the-money credit spread is that your risk reward is skewed, but you 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 typically would have a, a higher win rate for that period. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a hundred percent win rate in the last 90 days. So what would happen if we just ran this the whole year? So I'm going to change this to year to date for just 2023. And let's see how this did. Oh, and by the way, it made about $855. I'm not including commissions. So one contract at a time may, let's call it $800 over the last 90 days. Uh, trading one contract per week. That would be 13 trades uh, over the last 90 days. So if we ran it the entire year, again, just trading one contract at a time, and then it ended up with 26 trades and there was a 92% win rate. We had two losing trades and the profit is basically about the same as uh, the, the just the last 90 days. So why is that? We had a 92% win rate but we made $875 where the other one made about $850. So it's really, really close in price. And the reason why, again, is because the losing trade, those two losers wipe out about uh, six winners or so. So that, that doesn't mean you can't trade something like this, but this is just the risk reward when it comes to um, trading credit spreads, at least out of the money credit spreads. And I've talked about in the group about selling closer to the money and some different things. Really, you want to base everything off your max loss. But if you're looking for a higher win rate and you maybe want to implement stop losses, you know, that's what some people do. But again, I'm just um, sort of blindly back testing this. Again, not a recommendation, but just trying to go through some of these numbers. So again, the the average winner over the last year, or I should say year to date, um, is $68 per spread. And we did get two losers, which averaged about 370, about $375. So interesting, uh, pattern. Again, we don't think the pattern is going to last forever. And even if the pattern persists, there could be one week where the fed comes out on Wednesday, said something, and then the market just doesn't, uh, you know, sort of moves lower or whatever for the next day. And then the pattern can pick back up the following week. So nothing is a hundred percent. And the way that I uh, help myself is to basically use chart confirmation. And the way I use chart confirmation is just, so if you're expecting a bullish pattern to show up, then you should see price starting to move higher. 
So if you have an indicator, maybe it's a moving average or, um, you know, we, we've been sharing different ways to do this on the website. You look for the, the price to basically to go higher. If the price is going straight down, then obviously I'm not going to put a bullish trade on. So it's this combination of intraday seasonality with chart confirmation that's been working really, really well. Uh, but I really wanted to share just how long this pattern has lasted and we'll see if it you know comes up again this week. Again, not a recommendation, but just something to look out for. So this Thursday, let's see if the market's bullish again. I know from a macro standpoint that we're pretty overbought, if you want to use that term. So anything can happen. We could just be in a week of consolidation or something. But I'll still be heading into this week or this Thursday looking for a bullish setup. And if the bullish setup doesn't uh, happen, the market's sells off or something, I simply just won't take the trade. So for more details, stop by the free alpha crunching group and check out this trade we've been talking about. And you can also see what the other subscribers are trading. The group and the trading course are totally free. And if you're interested in subscribing to alpha crunching, that's cool too. I can give you a discount code for your first month. Other than that, thanks for listening. I hope to see you over there. Check the notes for the link and I'll see you in the next episode.